Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Welcome to Mind Heist episode 42. We're here today, me and Muhammad, we're here in person in for the, the flesh, first time. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> for the first time, alhamdulillah. Uh, we're in London right now because we came down to meet the guys from Inspire Reads podcast, uh, Muhammad and Shamaki. So, uh, guys, welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Tell us. Uh, yeah, yeah, alhamdulillah. I was telling the producer, I was like, yeah, we've got a guy coming from UAE, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, you better not flop. And he <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're self-producing today. Yeah, literally. So uh, tell me about yourselves and... Sure. Uh, <laughs> tell us about yourselves and uh, and the podcast, inshallah. <laughs> alhamdulillah, all good. Um, so I'm Mohammed, um, both. And I'm joined here by my co-host, Shamaki. We're... Uh, we're the hosts, one of the, we're the two of the hosts of the Inspired podcast at the moment. We've got five hosts, is it? We've got a roster building up. <laughs> Funnily enough, yesterday they recorded. Um, so I wasn't there, but the other guys recorded there. Shamaki even did a, a yeah, he was there. So he's here two days in a row. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we started a book, uh, podcast that was about um, just trying to um, read. It wasn't really to encourage people to read books, if I'm being honest. That wasn't, that wasn't the intention. It was kind of a subtle thing. We were like, oh, yeah, people would kind of want to read books too if we start um, reading them and making it into podcasts. And, yeah, it wasn't really a, a pure intention from that regard. Um, but both of us were actually writing a book as well, um, fiction novels. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, we were kind of like sending each other our books. Like We talked about it in our podcast before, but, yeah, we were sending each other our little transcripts mm. and just giving each other feedback and stuff and then we stopped that for a while maybe a year or something and then i was listening to another podcast at one point that was about films and i was like oh we can do that about books mm, and yeah. we would have a consistent topic to talk about on the podcast and yeah. that'll be our thing yeah. and um yeah so we decided we're gonna start reading a book every single week um and we did that for about i would say 35 episodes or something wow. so about 35 weeks or something we were consistently oh, reading yeah. a book every single week and then recording a podcast episode on that and discussing unique topics revolving uh, around the themes of the book um, and uh, just like every single type of book that we could find to be honest so fiction books non-fiction books bio uh, biographies autobiographies so a lot of uh, a variety in what we read um, so yeah I'll, I'll let Shamaki do the rest of the talk on that always do you guys have like a sort of plan on how you plan your reading yeah, so I, I feel like I struggle getting the time. Do you guys like read a set time every day, or? I think it's a lot easier now that we're doing Very a book, yeah, every two weeks. I don't think so, you know. <laughs> well, for me, I mean, I think you're a much quicker reader, innit? But like, when we were doing it, like weekly, weekly it, it was like the moment you're done with this book, then it's like you're onto, yeah, yeah, you're onto the like next so one. We would upload the podcast episode usually on a Sunday. Oh. On the same day, we're looking for a book, and we decide by Monday. And then Monday, oh, we're like we reading it. To read the next book. Uh, and then there was one point that we read like what a three. Was it three or four? Three books in one week. In, in a week. Whoa, wow. And then I was just. Whoa. I was exhausted, man. Yeah. Drained, yo. I was like, yo, we can't keep doing this. We can't keep living like this. <laughs> and the thing, the fiction thing books are lo longer than yeah. It was usually, it was right? an actual fiction book as well. Yeah. And then uh, and then at some points we were homeless in terms of like studios uh, where to record. Yeah, emphasize the struggle. The <laughs> And then uh, like we would be in cafes, uh, my friend's shed. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. It was cold. It was cold. Yeah. I remember both was like shivering. I think we were reading the Malcolm X book. It was like. Yeah, yeah. Literally, see the cold air coming out. Yeah. We were talking. And then, and then for one of the books, he allowed us inside his house to record. Remember, the one of the Agatha Christie ones. I remember, I remember it was warm in it, but we were one of them from the shed to the house, and it was like, we can't keep living like this. <laughs> and then uh, we started, we had a place, a uni, and then, um, then yeah. We've yeah. been moving around quite a lot to find a place. Mm. Quite a lot. Mm. Yeah, why, why did it come to locations? <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to bring that, go bring it from the roots to the. Harder, yeah, uh, then, yeah. Uh, now we're here, 40. Eight episodes in, I think. Yeah. Really, you're ahead of us, yeah? Did we start a similar time, right? You started way before us. Really, yeah? We're just yeah, that I, slow. I was listening to you guys before uh, we started. Mm. So I, before I started the podcast, I was also listening to a number of podcasts. Mm. I, I really enjoyed listening to them. Mm. And I feel like that's become my, like, my main form of media consumption right. nowadays. Because um, like, you're not being bombarded by a bunch of different like things Stimulus. at the same time, yeah. Mm. And I just like enjoyed the conversations, and I felt like it's a really good way to develop yourself. As, uh, and like mm. you also somewhat kind of join in the conversation in your head as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's, there's a lot of like comedy podcasts out there that give you a bit of humor as well. So there's loads of different um, mm. kind of podcast genres yeah. that you could go mm. into and um, dive into. Um, I got one interesting story about uh, one podcast that's called what was it called again? The one that the guy's got Adnan Saeed, have you heard of him? The guy no. that was in prison. No. Oh, the serial serial podcast. Uh, have you yeah. heard of it? No, no, no. So it's a really big podcast, yeah. and it's basically about the investigation into this guy that was imprisoned um, allegedly wrongly. Okay. Um, and they were basically documenting the whole process through the podcast. Wow. wow. And at that time, I was listening to a lot of podcasts that were around storytelling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the whole time, I was thinking, this whole thing is just a really elaborate story. I was right. like, this is fantastic writing. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, one but time, I tweeted. <laughs> I tweeted. I tweeted the sister of mm. the guy, like, like I saw a tweet from the sister of the guy that was um, in prison, mm. yeah. and then uh, I was like, wow, they're taking this to, <laughs> yeah, to, <the laughs> to another story to another level. Yeah. And then she replied back to me saying, what, you thought we were all fictional characters? <laughs> wow. and and like, it wasn't even the sister, it was the actual lady that, the main lady that had done it. I think it was the sister as well. No, uh, I think the sister as well, but the, and the main lady that I actually came so, up with I the thing. I felt so bad, like, oh, oh my God, I actually thought it was so so you know uh, i guess we, we kind of we'll go around reading and stuff like that yeah so you guys were you into reading like before you started the podcast were you reading anyway or not really yeah. i was so you mentioned earlier uh, um, so we did our our side of the podcast um, earlier we had Amin and Hamidun yeah um, here comes the plug yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no shame no shame just do it man <laughs> uh, yeah but we talked um, you mentioned that you kind of built up your conversational skills through reading yourself. yes yes but me on the other side I, w I read a lot as a kid oh right um, but I my conversational skills mm. weren't that developed right but I felt like my cognitive skills were really developed as a kid because of reading yeah like yeah I saw all these different characters yeah. and how they function and like how they treat each other and mm. I was like yeah I kind of um, well, how come you read though? Because I was a really wild child before, when I was young. I used to fight all the time. I used to just be running around. I, oh, I talked about it in other class before, but yeah. I used to just run around the playground, for, uh, like do laps around the playground yeah. just, to, just <laughs> to get the energy. <laughs> 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 right. yeah, I was one of those kids. <laughs> and I, like, I was always doing something crazy. Like, she left me like five minutes alone. And mm. that was up until like 
late primary school or something. And yeah. then um, and then I started, like, my dad would start taking us to the library. And that was, cause the, that was purely because the computer stopped working. And then we would do, do a bit like, lab, my dad would be at the library doing some computer work. And I think he was actually doing, he was actually learning how to code at that time, innit? But, uh, yeah, so I would just be sitting in the library. I can't be running around the library. So I'll pick up, a, like, I think a slide of comics or whatever. Mm. And I'll start reading them. And I'll just blur, like yeah. burn through books so fast. Like, I'll take seven books home with me. Mm. And then by the next day they're done something like and that was as a kid from primary school and then up until like i would say late secondary school like uh, yeah 10 so maybe about a seven year period i was reading books like regularly yeah mm. and like really burning through like big novels from a young age mm. and i've always had that love for them and i've always like wanted to write a book as well myself mm. so that's kind of like i, I do have a real deep passion for okay well, what about you shamaki uh, i wouldn't say mine was as deep as his mm. um like i would say I would read, um, but like it wasn't a constant type of thing. Mm. Like for example, I would read on if like there was a movie or something that I liked, then I would like read on that. So yeah. like Lord of the Rings was like one of the best things that I saw it's as a, a kid. To read. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, yo, let me read this yeah. book, the uh, stuff like that, stuff like Harry Potter. But mm. I wasn't like, I wouldn't like actively go mm. to the library to to like read. Mm. Um, but bro, you you actually read like a lot of people don't have. I don't think they have the culture of reading. Like even if yeah. they're interested in, let's say, like Lord of the Rings, whatever the film. Yeah, let's yeah. say they watch the film, they would never think once or twice about. Let me go read a book. Yeah, about yeah. reading the book. Yeah. So like, like why? Because Muhammad says because uh, you know his dad dropped him at the library. That's think, like a significant thing. Yeah, right? I think for me it was um, like because I really liked it. I wanted to know more about it. So I thought, you know what, these mm. big books, I'm pretty sure they're going to write more than what I saw in yeah. The, yeah, on yeah. the film. Okay. And that's like, because in terms of like culture or household or anything like that, like I didn't see my mom really didn't see like, my dad would read here and there, but it wasn't like, mm. yeah, me, uh, like my older brother wouldn't read. It wasn't mm. something that like, there was books around and stuff like that. Um, but, so I don't know, I'll tell you like, I got a key interest from like the story, and then once I read the stories from the book, I was like, "There's a lot more than yeah. what the I was." You know, mm. I felt like I got shortchanged mm. by the movie. Yeah, it's about uh, to send yeah. Peter Jackson an email. <laughs> 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 what is this? Um, but uh, yeah, so like that really got me into to reading. I'd say mm. like pure like entertainment, basically entertainment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, um, yeah. Is though like you mentioned about my dad dropping us to the library, mm. like my dad's always had a collection of like Islamic books and stuff in his in the house. It's always yeah. like yeah. I never, I rarely ever seen him read it, but okay. it's always oh, just there. Just, uh, but good. it's actually it's actually a good thing I think to have that, even yeah. if it's not being like even if the knowledge isn't being yeah, used definitely. as much. Yeah. Like it's the environment of that being yeah. there, and like sometimes I, I look at them and like yeah, I actually want to read this, so mm. I'll put that on my list to read, mm. or I'll take it to my shelf now. I got my own shelf of, of books. Yeah. So yeah. Yesterday, I was moving um, some of my books, and I've got like two suitcases full of books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, my library is building up as well. And I want, if I have kids in the future, inshallah, I want them to have that around them as well. I feel like yeah. that, that will also That's be. That's true. Thing. I need to think of that actually, because I've gone Kindle now. Yeah. I probably, I only Just own. Put a stack of Kindles everywhere, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Expensive library, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, I've Black only Black. probably got like 20, 20 books that I actually have physically. So, but I don't want to go beyond that, man, because I move a lot. Yeah. Like, I don't even know where, where I'm going to be next year. So, mm. <laughs> you know, I can't build a big library. Yeah. 
But you know, differently to what you guys said, I I never started reading because of uh, like entertainment interest curiosity. Yeah. I I guess when I was like younger, younger, like primary school, I was uh, reading because my mum like encouraged me at home always read, read before I even went to school. I think, or maybe when I was in like year one, this kind of age, my mum was always pushing me to read. So. I think that made me good at reading, but it still didn't make me want to read, right? But uh, then when I probably reached age, I'm going to say like uh, 19, 20, yeah. I realized there's so much in books. Like mm. like if I want to get good at whatever, if I want to progress, like people have done it before me. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just learn from them. Mm. So that's why I, I, I never read um, fiction books. The only fiction books I remember reading is ones for school, like those all those GCSE ones, yeah, yeah. and then uh, Harry Potter. That's the only ones I ever read, I think. Um, and since then, I haven't really got into it. Although I'm, I'm open to it, but I just uh, I can only I read one, so much. I got one book for you then. Okay, what is but, it? Uh, uh, since you said it, so Flowers for Argonaut is a 200-page fiction book. Um, okay. I read it, and instantly I was like, "This is my favorite book, fiction okay. book ever." Okay, not that it's long. Only 200 book. pages. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the way that it's written is just mm. so clever, mm. and it has like a sort of academical perspective in it. Okay. And it's like deeply rooted mm. in, in human emotions and empathy. Mm. Mm. It's a really deep story. Okay. Uh, I strongly recommend it. Yeah. I think there's a film, but I've never watched it. I don't want to watch it. Right. I won't watch so, it. Bro. <laughs> yeah, it's called Flowers for Argonon. I think it's Daniel Keyes or Matthew Keyes. I don't remember. Inshallah. It's one of those two names. But yeah, yeah I, I, I'll. Me, I've got a strong opinion about fiction and non-fiction. Mm. We can have a discussion about that. Inshallah, we'll get to that. Yeah. But you know how I actually what, what gave me the desire to read? It's, it's a bit of a weird one. Yeah. So. You know the rapper Immortal Technique. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he used to <laughs> always guys, huh? he was used to quote like <laughs> stuff about history. Yeah. So like I need to learn about history. This is this is phenomenal. This yeah. is crazy. I've got to know all this stuff. Yeah. I was really interested in learning history, and uh, that's then I was like, yeah, all this stuff is in books. Like I'm not finding it. Like some of these videos on YouTube stuff, I don't really trust them. This and that. But I just trusted books more, and so. So yeah, more technique got me into reading, bro. <laughs> Although I, I haven't read much history, to be honest. But inshallah, I get into that. Muhammad, the tweet version of, of Muhammad. Are you like? I got a feeling you're not really into reading that much. No, I think um, I think the issue is for me. Well, for, I do have a set of books. I've got like a decent bookcase and quite a few books, quite a lot of books actually. But I don't sit and read. Um, books cover to cover yeah. yeah so in the same way that we maybe do podcasts um i'll open a book i'll be like okay there might be something in there that i'm actually interested in i might look at a chapter read part of a chapter or a whole chapter and that'll be it for me and i'll i'll, I'll dip into bits and pieces i like to just borrow stuff um in terms of when i was younger i used to read a lot my mom encouraged me to read a lot she always used to read with me um so i've always liked books but then i, I just started playing loads of video games man <laughs> but well i will say and i know it goes it, it, you know it in the older days of, of video games, yeah. there wasn't voiced, a lot of stuff wasn't voiced. And I used to play quite extensive like role-playing games and stuff where you would have to read a lot. Subtitles. So from, yeah, actually, or you know, what the like character's that. saying and stuff. Mm. And you'd be surprised. It was almost like reading a fiction book because um, at the age I was, like I was six years old, I remember, setting up my games on their own, like plugging them all in and getting everything yeah. set up because I was, you know, you know, only child for a long time. Um, and I was also... Um, in Tunisia for a lot of this time so I didn't have any that was my portal into the the western world yeah um, so I would literally just be engrossed in that story but the yeah. story was me reading it I have to read it to understand mm, it and yeah. if I didn't 
And I think a lot of my skill in reading, and I've always had really good grades in English, really good, you know, ability. I'd, I'd like to consider anyway, you know, um, liter like, literacy and stuff games. like that. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I, I'd account it for video games and yeah. stuff. And still now, I probably spend a lot of my time, you know, consuming any sort of stories in that format. Do you put subtitles on? Always. I do. Always. Yeah. I don't know why, but always. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because, you know, you just you don't want to miss what they're saying. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. you miss it. So yeah. I've, I've got subtitles on. I'm always reading mm. in that sense. Um, but the, the issue I have, and maybe dabbling into your fiction, non-fiction argument now, is yeah. that... Um, I don't think when I, argument, well, you know, <laughs> the perspective thing. When I started, obviously, practicing, um, I did start reading a lot of Islamic books. Mm. But then when I'd read those books, I would see that as, this is truth, yeah. right? So I'm reading is the truth. And, you know, it's, 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 so I read the Quran all the time. Like, that's, that's the majority of my reading. But I see that as the truth. And then when I read, so we were speaking in the um, Inspire Reads podcast regarding a book, uh, Nonviolent Communication. It's uh, we were sort of saying how it's borderline a self-help book, but or a critical analysis on communication. But it's this person's perspective. But I can't help but read that and then be like, oh, this isn't the truth, and I reject, and mm. I reject the book I'm reading because I'm so used to consuming only what I perceive as the truth. You okay. know, do you understand yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so when it's when it's anything that I believe is going to give me value or it should be giving me value, yeah. if it doesn't align with what Islam teaches, I have this inclination yeah, just yeah, push yeah. back push away yeah. and i don't want to read anymore because i'm like well this isn't the truth this doesn't agree with my mindset mm. um it's only l recently and especially for reading that book that i've started critically analyzing stuff and saying oh Taking if i don't like, yeah if i don't agree yeah. it doesn't mean that i have this fear that it's going to consume my mm. mind no i can actually see that it's you know there's something i disagree with mm. and i can critically analyze that yeah. and move on mm. I feel like that's a, a skill that could be taught as well. I yeah. It's, it's a maturity thing. Where that's a huge skill, bro. Yeah, it's just in terms of um, leaving the bad and taking the good, that's just exactly. a key thing. Mm. Exactly. Like my dad used to always like get, on to, uh, get on to me about what I'm reading. Like He'll just be worried about whether I'm consuming it all just yeah. for the sake of it. Mm. Uh, now you can you can see that. Like I actually make my own opinions out of it. And exactly. I can trick mm. it. Mm. Even if it's a good book, I can, I can criticize it, whatever. Yeah. Um, but touching up on your point about video games, I feel like it's, it goes back to consumerism and what you consume and what's valuable to you. Yeah. Um, there's, because essentially with books, it's all about storytelling for me. Um, I feel like storytelling is a is a big thing and it's, it's a skill and and when you consume that it can give you a lot of inspiration and um there's loads of different ways of, of storytelling nowadays like like i said earlier i was listening to podcasts that were about storytelling so it's yeah. basically yeah. an audiobook kind of um and i think video games have stories in them movies have stories in them yeah and like it all depends on what you value at the moment so i don't really watch too much shows or too many shows or too many movies these yeah. days because I just don't find as much value in the storytelling because I feel like they're too diluted nowadays. I don't really see too many good shows or films where the writing is good mm. and consistent. And like I could find that in a book, and I I would find it in a in a more higher quality yeah. format. Because yeah. then uh, that will feel like I'm I'm consuming it and it will be worth my time, and that feeds back into my creativity. So I got a lot of creative content that I want to create, and I just want to consume high quality content to inspire me to con uh, to create high quality content as yeah. well. So it, it, it all depends on your values, I feel like. So, mm. yeah. So, you know, so let's go into self-help books, yeah? Mm. So, tell me, like, I know y you did one, I remember you did Art of War. Yeah. Yeah, you did an episode about Art of War. Yeah. You said that's like a self-help book. Uh, were there any other episodes? I'm trying to think of uh, other ones you did. Books, yeah, remind me. There was a... <laughs> Was yeah, a how to win. I think it was a how to win friends or something and influence, and influence people. people. Okay, yeah. Uh, I like that book. Yeah. Uh, uh, would you say the alchemist? Have you guys read the alchemist? Yeah. 
No, I haven't. It's the one thing that everyone recommends. Yeah, I I don't recommend yeah, it. So it's yeah. a free yeah. type of self help type. Of, it's very. I thought it was like purely like a novel thing. Yeah, yeah it's a novel, it's a novel but thing, but it's like. Yeah. So the, the the author is called Paulo Coelho. Yeah, he's, he's Brazilian. Brazilian right? yeah. guy who has a, a strange ideology and like he follows the whole um, thing about. The universe, universe like and energy and all the that law stuff. of attraction and things oh, like that. That's oh, where really? that comes from. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of people like go and see that mm. and they relate to that. And oh, really? His ideas are very strongly imbued in, 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 in the book. Yeah. Like from the first like hundred pages, I think I don't remember how long it was, but it, it was actually a decent little story. It was about this um, Spanish yeah, yeah, shepherd, yeah, yeah. and he goes to Morocco. I think he goes Egypt. to North Africa, and then uh -huh. he goes to, yeah, he goes through Mor uh, North Africa to go to Egypt. And he, has, he goes through all these different experiences. And in the beginning, it's actually quite interesting and yeah. stuff. And then the next, like, the next half of the book is just him talking about the law of attraction and things like that. Right. But he's kind of written it oh. into the book. In first yeah. person? In the third person. Uh, in, oh. the, in third person. Oh, yeah. But, like, yeah. the characters. Yeah. Uh, oh. The main characters. I think it's called Santiago. Oh. But it, uh, it, uh, like, everyone recommends this book. And right. I just, I just, Do you think oh. that's because people are so hungry for guidance in general? That's like, subconsciously, they're yeah. super hungry for guidance. 100%. But when they find something like that, which they come across, because there's people that could come across the Quran hypothetically, yeah. right, and be like, oh my God, you have to read this book. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a, a similar sort of, um, and we're talking generally about the mass populace of you know people. Mm. Yeah. They generally find something that they think, this is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. I have to share it with the world. Yeah. Mm. Um, but maybe for us, because we've got a bit of that already, yeah. then when mm. we see this, it's like what I said earlier, we just push yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. We're like, yeah, I'm not really feeling this. I noticed that I was doing that a lot. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of my take on self-help books originally. Mm. It's like, Islamically, we've got a lot of things that dictate how we should be living our lives and, yeah. and which is like really positive values. And yeah. like generally, most of us abide by that and mm. are, are generally pretty good with, with the way we, we yeah. uh, well conduct off. ourselves. Mm. Um, but a lot of people like nowadays, like you see Will Smith, for example, mm. um, he's like he's doing his vlogging thing now. A lot of people like take like a little bit of inspiration from him, like one little inspirational clip, and everyone's like, "This is amazing!" Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah, heard yeah. It before. Mm. And, like that's just like a, become a, a widespread mm. thing now. Mm. Uh, I feel like it's just like people don't have like a a, a gauge of what's high quality yeah, inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difference definitely between like uh, I guess uh, you know self help. Yeah. I guess I don't like that word. What I prefer is personal development. Yeah. And even personal development, there's a stigma, right? Yeah. But it's actually, uh, there's no other more accurate word for it. That's what it is. It's about yeah. developing your person, yourself, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think I think what most people do is, yeah, this is typical. I know people that do this. They read book after book after book, personal development books, yeah? yeah. And they, they love it. They're like, wow, that's amazing. Wow, they get excited about it. And they kind of finish the book and they move on to the next book. Yeah. And that's like pointless. Like, no, like you're supposed to act on it. You're supposed yeah, to implement it. And then what they'll do is they might read, for example, we, we read this book about communication. They might read five books on that and then they'll do nothing and then they'll get sick of it. And yeah. I've seen this happen many times. People get sick of personal, um, personal development books because they're not implementing. Yeah. And so they don't see the fruits of it. And so they're like, and they also get confused by all the different opinions that, yeah. that everyone, you know, because everyone's got their own, like, view of things, right, yeah. that they've come to. Yeah. And so it's like, that's one of the reasons I think people get sick of it. Yeah. The other reason, I think, and I think this is maybe the reason you don't like it, is because it's like... Previous didn't like it. Or you're previous, <laughs> or you have a bit of an issue with it, yeah. is that it's like they're telling you with so much certainty yeah. what to do with your life 
And it's like, how can you know with that much subtlety what I should do with my life? Like, you don't know me. Yeah. Um, and they feel that the way uh, that a lot of them are written, it's like, I have the absolute truth kind of thing. Yeah, prescription. And it's like, I'm the best, so therefore I must be right, and therefore you must listen to me. So yeah. I agree with you on that. Like, I don't really like that kind of tone. Yeah. But my approach, and I think if you're going to benefit from these books, and obviously there's no point reading them if you're not going to benefit, is you've got to be very nuanced. And you've got to be very um, open-minded initially. And then, like, as you go through the book, be more judgmental. But if you go into the book being judgmental, you'll kind of reject the whole book and you'll kind of waste your time. Yeah. I think I might have done that, you know, in the past. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a method, basically, to reading these books. Yeah, I think that's how it is for... That's how, like, I tend to sort of look at self-help books. It's like, for me specifically as well, I look at, the, like... I don't know, I wouldn't say, like, I pick any self-help book, like, 14 steps to, like... I don't know, a happy life or something like that. Um, but like this one here is like very specific to like non-violent communication. So it's like, okay, what steps, yeah. like what points can I take from yeah. this? Yeah. Or like um, the how to win friends and like influence people. Um, obviously it's not to like mind control people, um, but it's like taking this guy's like ideas and like seeing where he's coming from in order to like sort of gain a perspective to like something that you wouldn't normally yeah. do uh like that's why i remember i read the the prince once and a lot of it yeah and like a lot of it obviously wouldn't apply to me because i'm not really a statesman mm -hmm. but like i i wanted to personally see like how many statesmen would like handle certain things so like when he's given you the thing of um well the prince <laughs> The Prince is uh, this thing, this book by Nico Machiavelli that he based off of this guy called Cesare and was sort of like a manuscript for like leaders or like other people of like principalities and how to govern, how to control, how to like take over and control so the people. Like the and oh, yes. It was a massive this. like self help book for yeah. like princes and stuff like that. Um, and like one of the stuff that he gave was that um, like. They're a very niche market. Yeah. He was talking about this Cesare guy that he basically sent this guy and he was like, yo, um, like basically take the people and like treat them bad. Yeah. Like show them fear. And then so the guy came and then the people started hating that guy. And then when Cesare came, like he killed him in yeah. front of everyone. Yeah. And he was like, he shouldn't have treated you like that. Like I'm I'm a merciful guy. So then people are like, oh, yeah, you know what? We like this you guy. You the problem that you then solve. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So stuff like that. Obviously, I wouldn't implement that in my life. Yeah. Um, or would I? Oh, you know what? This book, um, I haven't read it, right? But what mm. I understand from hearing about it is it's, uh, it's a lot about, it's about relationships, mm. but it's more of a dark side of it. Yeah, it's about yeah, manipulation, yeah. exploitation, this kind of stuff. There's a, someone wrote, uh, Robert Greene, he wrote like a kind of modern yeah, version yeah. of that. Um, it's, I think it's called uh, it's something laws of power. The Fifty laws, uh, yeah, 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 something like that. So I started reading that, but it was it was a bit too. Um, I wouldn't say that's a modern version of that. No, like that's a lot more extreme. Really? really? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, it was extreme. Yeah, I, I didn't finish it. Yeah, so. no. <laughs> I was like, whoa, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's very dark. Yeah. Also, <laughs> oh, the prince is not that dark. It's not really. Okay. Uh, it's okay. actually generally good advice, I think, for okay. quite a few things. Mm. But it's more about politics, how to handle yourself in politics. Yeah. And how to like gain allies and yeah. whatever. So. It's it's uh, very specific to that, but like uh, we mentioned it in the podcast, there's a few things that you can take from that and apply it to general life. So 
Mm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say sexual. Because okay. <laughs> I've had a lot of like, like really strong uh, uh, opinions about that book. Mm. And yeah, so I've, I've read the summaries, and okay. that one's actually like really manipulative. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And like now, what so like what I was saying with the self help books is like, for me, I just look at them, and just like sort of take I guess the good and just want to like change it into like yeah. how I would handle certain things. Yeah, exactly. You gotta adapt it. Yeah, you gotta adapt it. That's the literal. I think we've got a bit of a what's the word? Not a black hole. I'm thinking of maybe like a void mm. of um, bridging the gap between because a lot of these self help books, if not all of them, mm. are written all the popular ones at least are written, written from a uh, Western perspective, of non-Muslim perspective, yeah. where their values are, uh, and 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 ideas of truth in the world are from a different area, yeah. and then we've got, you know, I have a feeling that maybe there are self-help books written in the Arabic language from early Muslims, mm. but we are cut off from that based on maybe you know location or lack of understanding or lack mm. of language, yeah. um, you know, and to be honest, even if you were to go to the Arab world. I don't know if it, I, I don't know if I'd say the majority, but a lot of people, at least from my experience of the Arab world, don't really base their these sort of ideas on their religion anymore. Yeah. They they're trying to chase what maybe the the, the Western world has, yeah. um, and I think we are the reason why we're apprehensive is because we're we're maturing, but we're navigating through borrowing from that, and oh, actually that does align with with our core beliefs yeah. in Islam. Yeah. I want to benefit from that because what it's done is it's it's used Islam or the values that Islam already promotes. Yeah. To uh, to give us an understanding of how we can manage our mindset yeah, yeah. and develop, um, because you know you could read the the Quran a hadith, but at the end of the day, a hadith would be really beneficial if we could actually pull this self help stuff, apply it to, or, or mirror it to the hadith, and be like, okay, these are hadith. Now I know the way that the Prophet Sallam, you know, handled himself in that situation. I can break that down with this self-help method yeah. Yeah. and apply that to myself yeah. because you can read the hadith and you can you're missing that sort of critical analysis of yeah. this is how the Prophet actually behaved yeah. or this is how the Sahaba behaved this is what that translates to this is what that methodology is yeah. I've coined it as you know yeah. for example non-violent communication yeah. you know imagine there's a there's a you know and an, an instance where the Prophet Sallallahu used non-violent communication, yeah. and then now there's a whole book on non-violent communication, yeah. and basing it on those examples, yeah. Yeah. that'd be brilliant. That's what we're missing, and maybe it's our generation and the generations to come after us yeah. that will produce that content. Yeah. I think that's what's missing. We are, you know, fr hopping from one island to another, and we really need a bridge. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's in the works. It's in the works. Yeah. But this is it. Every generation, every Muslim generation, had its sort of voids mm. and needs yeah. and maybe this is ours yeah. and this is something we're trying to fill mm. we are using you know borrowing ideas from the from what exists in the western world yeah. to try and you know bridge that gap yeah. I've, actually got, uh, uh, I've actually had this these thoughts before i've got an idea for a book that i want to write actually yeah so, mm. uh, i've got so basically um some activities that we can do uh, that are encouraged i was gonna kind of align them with a lot of self-help books that I've yeah. read and mm. like things that are like widely recommended in, uh, with science nowadays and then things that are recommended before mm. I've kind of uh, got an idea for what I want to write for that I actually got a book idea for that yeah so. yeah I think it would be a game changer man because I guess the w when I read you know what my experience with, with self-help books has been a lot of reading it being really impressed, like let, let's assume it's a good one, yeah. um, being really impressed and realizing that this is actually so Islamic, yeah. right? Yeah. But the difference is that obviously they're not they're not quoting from there, they're not yeah. taking from there. And for me, that, that actually gives me more like yaqeen, more like certainty that this is the truth because um, 
because the Prophet ﷺ, he was like, we always say these things maybe a little bit hollow, in a bit of a hollow way, that he was the best communicator, for example. Yeah. But if he was the best communicator, wouldn't that imply that anyone who becomes good at communication without even you know knowing of the Prophet yeah. they would have his traits, wouldn't they, in that yeah. area at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, when you find these things, you're like, wow, that's sick, that's sick, that's sick, that's sick. And it's all in the Sunnah as well. Yeah. But also, I mean... Some there are some things obviously the Prophet never commented on and uh, stuff like that, and the, again there's nothing wrong with taking from there, mm. but you just, I think you need a little bit of confidence in your own iman a bit yeah, yeah, to yeah. to yeah, kind yeah. of be open-minded enough to take these things, especially um, with stuff like the alchemist and the whole universe. Yeah, yeah. So you see, but that kind of stuff I don't know if I would ever like read a book that I knew was going to be like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's kind of when I used to have a big issue with self because I felt like a lot of people. For example, Alchemist is widely recommended. I feel like yeah. a lot of people will take it. Isn't it like, like one of the top selling books yeah, of all time? Actually, yeah. So, uh, like, people widely recommend it. And then I feel like, so, like, as you said, that's statistic, statistically proven that like, it's one of the highest selling books of all yeah. time. A lot of people take that and base their whole ideology on that. Yeah. And then I feel like that's a huge issue. Mm. And, like, people aren't taught about that. And, like, they don't have that yeah. great based grounding of their yeah, own yeah, values yes. before they can start reading those books. It's uh, re quite reflective of society in general where it's moving towards this whole notion that the power is the universe yeah, yeah. we are the power the power we is just won't us. call we it god yeah exactly <laughs> i think that's it it's that hunger again for some sort of yeah. guidance yeah Definitely. because they speak about the universe in this all-powerful sense yeah. but they also believe the universe is within us as well we are part of it because we are a part of the yeah. universe and yeah. created from the because universe. they want to uh, worship themselves in a way essentially i, I mean it's mm. a convenient way of worshiping yourself <laughs> you say the universe is in me yeah but mm. so yeah that was my main issue with self-publics mm. but nowadays like my so I don't, I'm not too concerned about how other people are going to read it. So for me, it's more about how I can maximize my, my efficiency and, yeah. and be better at what I do. Yeah. Mm. And that's mainly where I, I, I try and get um, benefits from them nowadays. Yeah. So I do see benefits in them now. Like, funny yeah. enough, over the, uh, so we've actually taken like a five month gap, well, I have anyway. So the last podcast I recorded was January the 24th. Wow. And today yeah. is July the 5th. And yeah, because uh, I was, um, building a portfolio for myself. I was doing a few different things and I was actually reading a whole bunch of self-help books and taking a lot. Like, mm. I was even listening to podcasts that yeah. were to do with self-development and um, I was also reading books that was purely focused around what I was trying to learn. Yeah. Um, and so I was just busying myself with that and uh, during that period I was like, yeah, you're actually getting back in, like a few years back I was like heavily into it because of yeah. I was become an athlete and then uh, recently I've also like, I've had a, a big determination to going to another uh, career direction so I had a big burst of energy to start yeah. jumping into self-development stuff again mm. and then funnily enough I was listening to one I was going to mention it earlier because when you, you were talking about awkwardness mm. and how to bathe in awkwardness yeah <laughs> <laughs> but there was one um, YouTube channel called The Future okay. uh, actually oh yes I know it yeah, 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 graphic design. Yeah, yeah. So it's mm. about graphic design uh, generally, but the guy gives loads business of advice, great yeah. life and business mm, advice. Yeah. One of the key points he was talking about was uh, awkward silence and how to manage that and yes. wow. how to just sit in it and yes. just enjoy it, be comfortable yeah. in it, and like let the other person yeah. be uncomfortable if they yeah. want. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that's actually uh, what I had in mind when I was talking about bathing in awkwardness. Yeah. Because sometimes you know in business I get on sales calls. Yeah. And it, you know you you sell them the whole thing, you explain all the benefits, everything. And then it comes to the price. Mm. And so they're like, yeah, so how much is it? So then you're just like, 
it's X, and then you just go quiet. Mm. And that's like the kind of script that we've kind of developed. And that's the key part where you need to stay silent. Yeah. And no matter how long you have to wait, they must be the ones to break the silence. Mm. So, yeah, that's that was one of the things that we tested. So, yeah, the future podcast is the future with a, a no E. No E, yeah. Oh, right. But um, I was saying that because I was listening to that podcast and I was just binging it because yeah. I was like, yeah, this is really valuable content. Yeah. And then one episode, I was listening to it and he was like, he was talking about, um, like, Get, like don't just consume for the sake of consuming like make yeah. sure that what you're consuming has benefit in it and I was like <laughs> you know what <laughs> I just stopped listening to this podcast <laughs> because Shot himself it was, in the it was like such a wide variety of like graphic design um, episodes yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I wasn't really covering any specialist things so I was like I just yeah. need to stop listening yeah. Yeah. like he actually advised me on that directly in the podcast I stopped <laughs> listening and then I went and picked up a specific thing that mm. I didn't know about and then rather than just trying to consume a wide a variety of things so mm. yeah even uh, mm. like, like YouTube videos like you, there's there's a few content creators that are, give really valuable advice as well mm. so yeah. there's different forms of media that you can take from so. that's what you gotta do as well I think especially especially when it comes to this I don't know so much about fiction but mm. with, with self-help books personal development books there's so much rubbish out there right yeah. so that's why Maybe, uh, maybe my like my opinion of it is very biased because I only read the good ones, yeah. or like I very rarely have come across or like read, ended up reading the whole book when it yeah. comes to those. So I think it's because I purely go by recommendation. So I'll have people like, for example, uh, Tim Ferriss. Yeah. When it comes to business or pretty much any of these kind of similar areas, um, he's my go-to guy. So. If he recommends a book, I'll read it. Yeah. And that's why I think I don't come across the rubbish ones. But I'm, I'm aware that probably 90% of them are a load of rubbish. Yeah. Um, and it's so easy to, to write books these days as well. Yeah, you know, you have those. Well. You can, yeah, you're publishing as well, distribution. You can literally just talk rubbish into a microphone and someone else will type it for you and like make it readable yeah, yeah. you can pay so, like five pounds for some guy in India too and yeah 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 you type book write a book man yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you gotta you gotta obviously filter out and then I think you know you have a better uh, experience with it mm, of course it's fiction is the same so mm. for me with fiction like I said earlier it's about inspiration for me and just a, a hobby to get you out of like just daily life like just going into a different world and yeah and 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 just um, maybe in, i don't know maybe when i was younger i didn't really feel too comfortable in my skin so i, I kind of seek that as a yeah. a form of like Escape. escapism yeah mm. so that's the same with films games everything and a lot of i think a lot of people do that like mm. some i know a friend that like, he doesn't travel alone most of the time he's gonna hate me for years yeah <laughs> he doesn't travel alone because he just find, he doesn't enjoy his own company that much like right. he always he always has to have someone with him mm. so I'm, and i'm just like I'm like the opposite. I, 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 I can't, I prefer if I'm by myself. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I've noticed like um, a lot of people aren't comfortable with that. Mm. So they, they try mm. and put any different kind of content in their head without yeah. without considering like what mm. it could, how it could affect them, whatever. Mm. So yeah, but mm. with fiction, I feel like it's just a, 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 a way of helping you with problem solving. Like I, I feel like that's just a cool thing. I don't know. How you feel about that? Because you're, you're, you got your business yourself. Um, mm. How do you feel about your problem solving skills? And you think it could improve with with reading fiction and uh, creativity? Uh, yeah, I think I don't know uh, exactly, but I've got a feeling that I'm missing something by not reading fiction. Yeah. I'm aware of that. Uh, although maybe a couple of years ago, I wouldn't be. I wasn't so aware of that. But you know, like my dad, for example, he studied linguistics and stuff in uni, and so I've always had this element of languages maybe more powerful than just the facts that it communicates. Mm. Um, the way that it will 
like the way a story is told is it can be very influential and convincing and open yeah. you up to, you know, like like what I love when I'm reading a, um, a, a nonfiction book is the paradigm shifts it might give me in terms of my mindset. Um, I, I love those moments. You only get them like once every five books or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I feel like stories might be able to do that more. Like uh, fiction fiction books could do that, but I just... I don't know about that. But well, <laughs> it might. If it's, it depends if you're bridging the gap between like, you know, fiction that could be could be real and then yeah. fiction that is complete fantasy. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. I think if maybe if you started with the more realistic sort of so fiction. For example, the book I mentioned earlier is, is yeah. kind of realistic. Okay. It's fully realistic to me from the get from yeah. the start to the end, mm. um, but yeah, it's still a fictional book, and yeah. it, I, I feel like a lot of another thing is, in terms of values as a child, yeah, um, good and bad. I feel like fiction um, usually has one protagonist and an antagonist, and yeah. they're always going against each other, and usually the good guy wins, and you you want to be the good guy ninety yeah. percent of the time, unless you're some twisted kid. But yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like you you go through the hero's journey, and you want to be the hero. Yeah. And like that gives you like value, like loyalty, um, just making doing yeah. good deeds, mm -hmm. helping other people. I feel like a lot of fiction, not just books, films, shows, yeah. everything, games. Like you get you picked up a little bit. I feel like but they're not. That's the thing we have to remember is that fiction isn't produced in a vacuum. It's yeah. it's based on elements that the author or the creator or whatever has come across or experience and he's yeah. putting that into his work yeah um actually i like that the way that it it displays those ideas because you know it's inspiring to see ideas and themes displayed in ways that you've never thought of before mm. and it actually makes you think about things very differently mm. yeah when it when it comes to values as well you've got to appreciate how for example hollywood has has spread certain ideas yeah. through storytelling purely um you might think it's just a stupid film like the film, let's say the story is basic, mm. but they find ways to implement things. And that's why mindsets have changed in just 20, 30 years. Yeah. Sometimes like purely and based on storytelling yeah. and stuff. You yeah. Know? I feel like another thing is like, um, I can see that you're like, in terms of like visually creating content, yeah. Um, you create a lot of the artwork for, your, for the man has to, isn't it? So all yeah. of it. I feel like yeah, <laughs> all of it. Um, and I, I feel like you take a lot of inspiration from your, what you consume oh, as well. Definitely. So, and and this is why I I speak about it a lot. Like, because I yeah. know like maybe the majority of I say the majority. I'm being very narcissistic there. But like the Muslims I know don't really delve into the stuff that I delve into. Yeah. But then they question how do you come up with this and how do you come up with that. Yeah. It's because of that. It's because yeah, it's because of what I consume inspires me and I pick and choose the appropriate and the and I you know mold it to to fuse it with my values and what yeah. I believe in, etc. Yeah. And then I produce something that maybe people haven't seen before. And you're never going to get that if you don't dabble in 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 something different. Yeah. I recommend you another book. Um, yeah, it's called How to Still Like an Artist. Oh, by, uh, oh yeah, I've heard of this one. That's nonfiction, right? It's nonfiction, mm. but I feel like you'll you'll you'd um, do good at that. I feel like you'll because me when I was reading it, it was it was um, kind of giving me an idea, like already kind of strengthening yeah. my current ideas. But it was it, it kind of gave me a paradigm shift as well, like like you said earlier about like it just made so much sense. It's like one concept was like if you just take five different artists that you value yeah. and you look at your content it's like you're you're like an offspring of all those five oh artists. definitely yeah, yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. that and you can take that in so many mm. different ways not mm. just about art it could be about business business as well whatever, yeah. whatever you want to call it but he talks about all of those things and it's a very short book I think like 90 pages or something and wow. with a lot of diagrams and stuff so yeah. it's a really good book um, but I remember you also said um, I, I don't know if you said it but I, I noticed you mentioned that what your signature um, 
jump of QXA yeah. based on the Akira thing. Yeah, so yeah, so like a lot of people know about the Pure XI. Yeah. Like I forgot which podcast I'm on there. I'm on my <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, you're on your one. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a red jumper that, you know, it's a pretty iconic piece. Yeah. And if you were to type in um, uh, Akira and maybe a motorcycle, yeah. you would see the similarities. But I don't think if you put them side by side, I don't think you'd say, oh, this symbol is the same as this symbol. It's not. It's just the themes yeah. uh, and maybe the color scape. Yeah. And I wanted to take that because I love the, the visuals of that. Mm. And I wanted to put that in clothing form. Yeah. And I, I'd, I like to think I did it quite well. And yeah. and. I'd, and the thing is with PureXI, it's not really for other people, although yeah. it is, you know, there's products for sale. It's more for me to express. Mm. And that's why maybe, you know, if Amin was running PureXI, it'd be a very successful topic of the end business, you know. <laughs> but for me, it's just an outlet to just get my ideas out there. And I love yeah. the idea of manifesting them. Yeah. Oh, look, Amin's Googling it. Yeah. 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 But that's you can so see the similarities between the that and the jumper that I've got. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I feel like if you mix self-help books with fiction books and not just books, content yeah. in general uh, and you stick by your core Islamic values and you take from all three of those, yeah. Yeah. I feel like eventually you'll get to a point where you you know what you want to do and yeah. you'll do it very well and you'll do it in a creative way and like you'll solve your problems very easily. Yeah. And I feel like that's like mm. the, the top of the triangle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, another question I wanted to raise was you mentioned earlier about how the lack of... Um, self-help book kind of from that um eastern yeah, world. yeah, yeah. i also thought about fiction stuff like fiction content mm. in the eastern world like what's appropriate and what's not appropriate to consume like mm. uh, um funnily enough during our podcast um well our producer was like so what do you what do you guys promote and endorse like from all the content that you read and stuff and we had a discussion about that like harry potter and stuff so yeah like, oh, isn't that witchcraft <laughs> yeah I had my reasons as well. Like that's that's a, a, a question of fiqh and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, there's going to be a wide variety of opinions on that probably. But I was like, so what? Like the on the like east side of the world, like what do they consume in terms of content that's acceptable? Mm. Um, and like, I think do you think there's there's been like some kind of sci-fi like f- fiction? Maybe kind of I think thing it's difficult because <laughs> the world, like they, you know the eastern I world. How far would go? They talk about like gin and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I mean it, you got to remember like okay, think about it. I don't know. Let's, if we were to focus on Arabia, then you've yeah. got the classical, you know, Arabian Nights tales. Yeah. You've probably got all sorts of stories. I mean, storytelling existed everywhere, yeah. all times. Um, but the, the, I think it's, it's just the difficulty of being cut off from that because yeah. of the lack of language. Yeah. I'm sure if I was fluent in Arabic to the extent where I could read it and understand it really well, that oh, a whole world would open up to me. You know, if I was to walk Do you into, think a, so? I think so. If I was to walk into a library. You know, a, a proper because this my concept of, of the Arab world is very different. Mm. At least being North African is because I I have it in my head. If I was in Tunisia to walk into a library, everything would be in French. Mm. You know, I, I I'm talking I'm trying to think of older times where you know there were maybe Islam was a bit more dominant in people's lives in the Muslim world, and there were authors that were writing and. But I think a lot of that has been lost. Mm. We're only hearing about, you know, the Ibn Taymiyyahs and, yeah. and, and, and the Ibn Qayyims and, you know, and, and these big names. But there's probably thousands and thousands and thousands of, yeah. of, of authors that have written all sorts. But we've been locked away from that because we only hear about the, the really popular Wait, stuff. Wait, where have you been in the Arab world? Oh, I've only really been to, in terms of freely and moving around, yeah. is Tunisia and Morocco. Oh, okay. And a little bit of Algeria. Yeah. But not to the extent where I've gone into a library. Of there. course, yeah, yeah. You know, my but you know what? The, the problem with the Arab world is no one reads. Okay, right. so no one reads today. I'm talking about these days. Um, but I reckon you would find loads of non-fiction stuff. I mean, uh, the poetry is probably next level. Yeah. Um, I think you find a lot. 
But I think, you know, my impression, you know, I don't know, really, I've not really um, consumed it myself. The impression I get is a lot of the, the stor stories is quite Sufi-inspired. Yeah. So they, they, they do have that, um, or maybe maybe for me it might be uh, fiction. <laughs> maybe for them it's non-fiction. But yeah, I feel like that kind of element is in it. So it gives it um, that kind of mystical flavor, which is kind of a very... Uh, non, uh, very fiction kind of thing um, but I reckon you'd find a lot to be honest I reckon yeah. you would and the, the Arabic language it's like if you're going to be considered a, a, an author in Arabic I think that's requires a, a level of skill above the same in English yeah. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so so yeah well, I have this mo I have this understanding I don't know where I've got it from is that mm -hmm. it's all it's all been erased because of the stuff that's happened in the past mm. because of you know maybe you know certain I don't know dictatorships that uh, countries have been through where that yeah. stuff has been put away. Yeah. Think about the Mon the Mongols when they. I know that's quite f quite a while ago, yeah. but think about what they were saying about like the the, the library in Baghdad just getting completely mm. ransacked and everything mm. that was gone from there. Yeah. Like I feel like there were self help books in that. <laughs> you know, I, I honestly yeah. do. Yeah. I feel yeah. like were, because yeah. how much how much you know you know there's going to be niches for everything. Yeah, whether it's Yeah, there would have been. There would have been because people were living their lives just like we are. Definitely, yeah. there definitely would have been stuff. And like people that. always want to improve and people so they would have written exactly. about it they would I have just feel like a lot of that got lost mm. and then maybe and mm. when we were down in the dumps people didn't really mm. think about writing self-help books yeah. but then they saw mm. you know maybe the western world mm. doing it mm. and now they look at that for self-help yeah you know i reckon bro i reckon a lot of it it might be lost a little bit yeah. um and i think it's because people don't read that much anymore people yeah. people don't give it importance yeah i think that during colonization around that that period that's like a, it's like a good hundred years that's like enough time to like ruin a, a generation or two yeah, yeah. If, if in that time people stopped reading people like i know in algeria for example people um lost like the strong arabic language because it wasn't emphasized because they weren't in charge right yeah. so it's like if you lose if, if one two generations lose the ability to like uh, read and write arabic very well um of course you, you you're going to lose your your culture of literature isn't mm. it so that might be the gap, like that maybe that's why that's um, things are kind of slow. Yeah. But probably worldwide people reading less, right? Yeah, I'd, I would definitely say that. Um, but I don't have as much of an issue with that as I used to. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, like I said earlier, there's different forms of media yeah. content that's actually yeah. been created. Like, like yeah. I said, the future earlier. Yeah. Yeah. That, and a lot of people just aren't used to... Um, taken from writing nowadays a lot more people are visually or yeah. audio yeah. yeah so you said earlier that you've been listening to audiobooks so you haven't read you've been reading yeah, much, you haven't yeah, had the time yeah, yeah. Mm. because True. nowadays as you like the like the way the commercial world is built like mm. most of us are, are running around not, yeah. not having much free time regardless mm. to mm. just sit and relax to yeah so most of us are, are listening to audiobooks more yeah i think so mm. yeah it's, that's why we have to be so vocal about our um values in the content that we do produce whether that's content or business practices or whatever um because we, like we've highlighted multiple times we've seen the void there is a void there um but we need to bring it into everything we do and that way that maybe in, you know maybe in a hundred years time we've laid the groundwork for another generation of people mm. that can actually look back and be like i'm really inspired by what those guys did mm. before mm. you know mm. yeah, yeah. inshallah we don't we don't get uh you know stuck with a flood of content like you know like there's more and more being put out there yeah, sure. yeah. and it's it's difficult but inshallah i don't know what we great, create great, will stand exactly, will stay great, yeah. great things rise to the top inshallah, yeah. do you do you need to wrap it up now uh, mohammed yeah yeah yeah
It's been good, man. It's yeah. been good. We'll, we'll wrap up here, inshallah. So, um, so the guys, uh, Muhammad and Shamaki from the Inspire Reads podcast, go check it out. You could just uh, search it, I suppose, and find it. But it's spelt with a Y, yeah, inspire right? With a y. Inspire with a Y. With a y. Um, maybe when we finish, tell me about that. Yeah. <laughs> what, why it's like that? No, okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, uh, check out Mind Heist. I mean, you're already on Mind Heist. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we'll be back, inshallah. I guess uh, we'll be back with another episode, inshallah. And uh, yeah, thanks you guys for joining us. And yeah, subhanakallahumma bihamdika, shadun la ilaha la anta, astaghfiruka wa tuwi ilaik. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.